Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Caleb's Thoughts Podcast. It's been a while. I miss you guys. Um, I'm trying out a new format today, so I'm excited to see how this works out. I think it could be a format that um, is a little bit more enjoyable for me to do and, you know, one that I would want to, to do more consistently and actually feel like less of a task and more like a, you know, something that I want to do. So I'm excited, uh, and if you, if you want to check it out, tag along. Hey guys, I'm very excited to be recording today. Um, it's been, the last one I did was the uh, political one with, with uh, Sean Luke. That was a fun episode. Um, so this one, the formatting that I'm trying out and I've been sort of conceptualizing for a little bit um, is more of a, I guess, so my YouTube recommendation page, I really do enjoy it. It's a lot of NBA analysis videos and also video essays, which um, are essentially like long form analysis of things that you know, random YouTubers think is interesting and want to analyze, which is a really, really cool way to just learn about different stuff from different people's perspectives. And, um, you know, I started sort of thinking through a lot of the things that I was interested in, in that sort of way of deep analysis and, you know, explaining it to myself and working through it to myself in that same way. And I realized that that would be a really good you know, kind of, uh, way to do this podcast. Um, because I guess going in without a structure and just talking about what's on my mind, isn't necessarily the most consistent, um, in terms of content, which is fine, you know, but I think it would be nice to to at least know what I'm going into as a, as a podcaster. But anyways, um, so this episode, I'm sure you saw the title is about, uh, Kanye West. Um, for one is because I had some, I was thinking about it last night and I, you know, went through and thought about a lot of different factors of his career and whatnot. And also because my episodes about Kanye tend to do better. So it's a something for me, something for you, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to talk about, uh, some of the things that we can learn from Kanye. He's such, he's a very, very polarizing figure. Um, I haven't really listened to his music uh, in a while. I know that I'm I'm sure that's surprising to some of you guys. I was very, I had a very very long winded, um, Kanye, Kanye phase where I was very into his music. I I was like he's the best musician ever, um, and you know he's a great a great artist. He makes good music, um, and we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna try out this format. Uh, let's just let's just jump right into it. So, um, some of the lessons that I think we can learn from Kanye, and some of the things that I want to talk about. Uh, first off, is his drive, um, which is, I think, there's something when when you look at Kanye, and then you look at other people in his sort of realm of the industry of making music and whatnot. Um, there there's something different about him. You know, there's, um, it's, it's sort of an undescribable quality. And I don't, I, there are multiple factors that go into that quality. I think, um, that many of which I'm not aware of and probably will never be aware of just cause I've never talked to the guy. Never. I, I'm never going to meet him most likely. Um, but 
from my perspective, one of the biggest things is his, um, one of the biggest things that sets him apart is his consistent drive. You know, most people, when they have something that they want to do, but takes work, they sort of don't necessarily put a lot of energy into it. And they just think about doing it all the time. Um, and sort of fantasize about it as opposed to just getting it done. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm a victim of often. I'm, I'm working on not doing that, of just doing what I want to do, um, doing what I'm interested in instead of, you know, waiting, waiting for the right opportunity to arise or whatever. Um, but ever since Kanye was, um, before his career started, when he was like in high school and, and stuff like that, like that just wasn't the case. I think he got a, I forget when he got, he got some like mixing piano where he can mix, mix layers together. And from then on, he was just consistently making music and doing stuff with it without, you know, being too distracted by video games, sports, and, and things that other kids his age in his, you know, realm of influence were likely distracted by. And I think one important thing um, to that is his mom. His mom was a very, he cites his mom as an influence to him. Um, and we can talk about his mom and the influence on his overall career in a little bit. But um, in high school, he, I think for a couple summers, he, he, you know, he says that he made like five beats a day for an entire summer. And that was really how he got his start was making so many beats, just, you know, spreading them out, having all these different unique opportunities to connect to other, to rappers and whatnot, and, you know, put his name out there. And that was how he, how he, uh, got his career start was selling beats to people, um, and raising his awareness, um, and raising the people that know about him in the, in the industry. Um, and, yeah, so his his consistent drive started at an early age, and he just, you know, I'm sure his early beats weren't that great, and I'm sure he there were things that didn't sound the way he wanted it to um, as a person who's trying to make music, who's trying to um, do stuff like that. I'm there's there's no way that <laughs> that Kanye that Kanye's music sounded exactly the way he wanted it to um, right off the bat. And it's interesting to me that in that situation, he didn't, he wasn't necessarily discouraged. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to assume because he continually made five beats a day and continually worked on that and, and didn't seem to, you know, lose, lose that drive when it didn't go the way he wanted to, which I think is a really, really crucial, um, aspect of who he is, is that he, yeah, when when things don't go his way, he doesn't really let that affect him, um, which is uh, an admirable thing to do. Um, but um, speaking of making music, before I go on, I'm I, I told some of my friends who are making a song that I would do an uh, that I might do an interview with them about that. And I'm sorry, guys, I I would love to do that at some point. I hadn't done the podcast in a while, um, but so to Stosh and Sean Luke. Uh, I'm sorry, we can talk about the song <laughs> in a little bit. Um, and to anyone listening who's interested in hearing my friend's music, they're called Blondish. I think you can find them on Instagram. Um, and then they're making a song called Same Old. I'm not sure when it's going to be released on Spotify and other platforms or whatnot, but it's going to at some point. Blondish, Same Old. Um, check it out. <laughs> 
But anyways, um, yeah, so Kanye had this, has this unique, and has had this unique drive, um, to, yeah, just keep, keep going throughout, throughout things that don't go the way that he wants them to. Um, another thing that, uh, interests me about Kanye West is not only does he have an album for like every, every couple of years, uh, since 2003, I think 2004, maybe he had, he's released an album every couple of years. Um, he has 11 or 12 studio albums now. And what's even more crazy than that, because two, every two years is a pretty regular rate, but what's crazy is there are so many, if you look up like unreleased Kanye, there are like five or six albums that have been leaked that he didn't release that, and I'm not, I'm not sure when, where they fit in, in that timeline, but he's, what you, what you realize with looking at all these released studio albums, plus this stuff that he was just working on himself, um, just the the volume that he's able to continuously make music is very impressive. It's very, I, I, I don't know how he does it. Um, and yeah, he's just all, it seems like for him, a music, music is a part of his life. You know, it's part of it. It's part of his lifestyle um, where he, he's, I'm, I'm sure at, at the point after a couple of years, he didn't have to like tell himself to make music. He just did it. Um, and so that's a, uh, an important factor in in his success as well. Um, and the the third the third factor in his overall success and drive that I want to talk about is just the amount of comfort that he has with doing what he wants to do, as opposed to listening to other stuff and saying, "Oh, my stuff doesn't necessarily sound like that." That's a problem, you know. I think as a again, I'm I have been trying to make music for a while, and you know there are some of the problems are it doesn't some of the problems that I've experienced with making my own music is that first off, it doesn't sound the way that I want it to sound. You know, I, I imagine it or I hoped it would sound this professional or this complete and whatnot. And it doesn't, or it, it might sound, it might sound complete. It might be, you know, a full idea, but it doesn't sound, you know, like the, the way the other, other music sounds. And, you know, oftentimes it can be hard to separate your own music from other people's music. Um, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure when Kanye spends so much time working on his own music, it's it's a little bit easier to separate your music from others just because you're so familiar with your own sound. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's really important for his his creative ability to be completely okay with any ideas that are coming from his head, um, which is going to be important later. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really really important factor in his music is that any musical ideas that he has, any, anything that he comes up with, he's not, he doesn't judge it. He doesn't criticize it. He tries it out and, you know, he'll really, he released with the song stronger, which is his most streamed song, at least on Spotify. I think there were four or five different mixes that he had for that one song. Um, and he ended up choosing that, choosing the main one, but you know, you see, with with four or five different mixes, it's there's a, a whole lot of different ideas and a whole lot of different perspectives on this one one thing. And so instead of, you know, trying to limit those ideas and just stick with one one mix, he tried out as many ideas as he could, which I think is um a really, really good idea. And I think that's why 
it's a really, really good mentality to have as well. And I think that's why his music is always sounding different. Um, he's gone through many different phases. None of his, none of his albums really sound the same, which is, you know, people who argue that he's the best artist of all live, they point, or of all time, sorry, they always point to his versatility and say, oh, you know, throughout his career, he's been able to adjust to and influence the the rap industry and the changes in the rap industry greatly. Like his 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 sound now is completely different than it was in two thousand four, two thousand five with college dropout and late registration. Like it's completely different. Um and while it's not as influential as it may have used to be, um, it's still very, very impressive that he's able to quickly adjust and quickly move on um to the new sound. Um, and so with all that, as well as, you know, having so many good connections and being able to work and collaborate with so many people so well, those are all some of the, the, the factors that I think have made him such a successful, influential, and just a great, a great musical artist. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go on and talk to some about the problems of, uh, of, of Kanye West's career and his niche in the, in the overall industry after this little ad break. Um, so another, you know, on the total spectrum of how people feel about Kanye, um, you know, there's people that there's, I'm sure at this point, there are so many people, he's been in the industry for so long that there are so many people who are right dead in the middle where they just have no opinion. And that's probably, probably a healthy place to be when it comes to Kanye. I think, uh, selling yourself too much to, and if you, if you're on either, either side of hating him or loving him, you know, I completely, completely respect that. Um, I've been in both of those spots multiple times, so I completely respect that. But as, you know, as my relationship with Kanye has grown a little bit and I've, he's, you know, his music has been in my life and knowing about him has, I've been familiar with him for a couple of years now. Um, I've sort of found myself at a pretty, pretty medium, um, you know, total opinion on him. Um, and I'm sort of right in the middle of that spectrum, but, um, you know, for the people that are on the the side of he's a terrible human being, he's, um, yeah, he's a very, very, uh, you know, the things that he's saying he can't say, whatnot. The people that don't, don't like him uh, always point to his, like, the absurdity of the things that he's done, and, which is a, a great point. He's, he's done some, some crazy things, um, and I think that to separate those, um, you know, when I when I first started learning about, sorry about that, I kicked a little kicked a little container. Um, but when I first started to like, after getting into his music, here I I first started to hear about the things that he said um, and the just the crazy things that he done he's done throughout his career. My first instinct was to separate it, um, but as I've uh, you know grown a little bit and had more time to think about it. Um, I don't think that that's the best way to look at Kanye. Um, and so, but anyways, um, what I want to do is I want to talk about, talk about those types of stuff and how it connects to his music and how it connects to him as a person. So, um, connecting to the last thing I said about his music, where he makes what he wants to make and he's comfortable with what he's doing. He has that same sort of mentality with, um, everything he does, uh, for the most part. And obviously there are multiple factors um, going into that, mental health, uh, so many variables. You know, there's so much stuff that I can't include in this podcast that are definitely affecting his behaviors and how he's acting. 
Um, but yeah, he's, um, regardless of the amount of factors, um, he's, he says what he wants to say and when he wants to say it. Uh, clearly he said some crazy quotable, uh, very infamous things. Um, and it, it, it shows that he, that same comfort and confidence that he has in his musical ideas, he, um, he retains in his, with all of his ideas, which, um, is dangerous when you start to consider the, the mental health issues that he's had and, you know, the instability and, and, and everything that is, you know, has gone wrong for him and has all the rough times that he's had. It's, it's hard for him to, it's, it's, it's dangerous to have that type of comfort when you're in such a, such a unpredictable state. And, um, you know, the death of his mother, I really think was the main, uh, contributor to at least the start of that mental health issue. Um, and, you know, obviously, obviously for that, that happened a long time ago, he, he's had the time and the resources and the amount of people telling him how to get help, um, to be able to, he should, he should be able to be in control of it. And I'm sure he is a little bit. He seems at a decently consistent spot right now. But um, one of the dangers of his, of the combination of his mental health, confidence in himself, and his place in the public persona is that when he says those things, a lot of his fans reinforce what he's saying because he's saying it so confidently. Um, So he has what I would like to call an unconditional fan base. Um, he's looked at the same no matter what he says, no matter where he's at as a person. A lot of his fans look at him the same way. Take, for example, the uh, the Pete Davidson uh, you know, scandal or shenanigans that he pulled on Instagram a little bit ago. If you look into his comment sections on those crazy posts where he would say stupid, wacky things about um, about Pete Davidson and about his family. Um, there were people who were not even talking like the, the top 15, 20 comments were not even discussing the actual situation. And there was just a bunch of people like yay's the goat, just unconditional supporting, not even, not even considering what he's talking about, just giving him that support and giving him that feedback, which is really dangerous because, you know, as as he has uh, bipolar disorder, um, it really fuels those uh, those times where he's, you know, he where where he's going on these manic episodes and saying these crazy things. When people are supporting him like that, because he's in this this you know high up place in the the public eye for some people, when when there are people who are reinforcing that, it almost becomes like a. a addictive cycle where he goes on these these crazy rants and then he gets all this attention and any of the negative attention that he receives is is ignored by his fans and they're saying oh they're they're wrong they just don't know you which in his mind allows him to logically say like yeah i'm in the right you know i i have the right to do that i'm in the right spot and that's i should be saying these things which is really really dangerous because you know, if, if with someone who isn't at a, at a point in Kanye's life or if, if someone who has 
who says those types of stuff and has similar mental health disorders, if they say crazy things and they're just a regular, you know, your everyday Joe, when they say crazy things, no one's going to listen to them and they're going to be like, you're, you're crazy, you know? And so those, those highs of being crazy confident in yourself and saying whatever you want lead directly into lows without much, you know, reinforcement, without much of a reward, right? You, you have these highs where you're saying crazy things and then you're met with no rewards, no reinforcement. You just go straight down. But with Kanye, um, he definitely does have those highs and lows, but he gets rewarded from those highs by the attention that he gets from his, from his fan base, which, um, you know, tells him, keep doing this. You know, they're, they're supporting him in these crazy things that he's doing. And so that when he has those lows, he's not, really learning from them and instead he's just saying oh i need to get back to that to that you know point where everyone is supporting me and i was saying what i wanted to say not because it was right but because he got this feeling of attention and um you know reinforcement from his from his fan base which is a very very dangerous thing um and i would argue that you could that that it's almost like an an addiction to uh, attention um, and there's a new Kendrick Lamar album that dropped, uh, last Friday, and I'm sure I'll talk about it at some point. Um, but a lot of it is about the, um, you know, what it's like to be famous with your opinions and your, just who you are as a person with all these people looking up to you as a savior. Um, the save savior is what was talked about in, in the album a lot. Um, and I think that, um, it's a serious thing to look at, and I'm not sure if there's enough research out there, um, like showing the legitimate effects that that type of influence can have um, on people. But I think it, it seems like it's a very, very serious thing where um, it's it's the that attention that he's getting is acting like an addiction, where he's doing these bad things and he's hurting himself and he's ruining these relationships, but it's still worth it to him to to say crazy messed up things um so yeah i think i think an important factor to understand when when kanye says these things is that it's not this is not who he's who he's he's not trying to look like this type of person he's looking for this hit of reinforcement and attention um so yeah that's the that's sort of the opposite side of his creative genius is this risky um you know, addictive personality that has, has said a lot of incorrect and made a lot of bad in the moment decisions. So to, uh, wrap this all up, um, I think with musicians and celebrities and artists and influencers and whatnot, I think one reason why they're genuinely important, um, for you know society and culture in general is because we get to as a culture we get to analyze these characters and we get to learn similar lessons and we get to learn important lessons about people from these you know huge bigger than life but still real real people you know i think it's 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 important to be able to learn from them um from the music that they're making and from just what's happening in their life um, so I think there are a few important lessons that I have learned uh, from Kanye that I am, and from his overall story. Um, and I think the first one is 
when you're in a creative setting, like with Kanye's music, um, you don't want to, you don't want to be limiting yourself. You know, you don't want to have that judgment of, um, you know, comparing it to other, to other, other music, other, to other people, really. You don't, you want to have that confidence that any ideas that I'm having right now, even if they don't end up working, are still valuable ideas, you know, and I, it's, it's important to let them be valuable as opposed to, you know, thinking whether or not they would be successful, whether or not they would do well, whatever. Any idea that you have while in a creative mindset, um, while you're trying to create something or, you know, yeah, with, with creativity in general, I think it's very, very important to lower your amount of self-criticism, um, in order to, yeah, let, let your creativity flow and really create a, a, a nice comfort, comfortable world for yourself where you can be yourself and create the things that you think represent yourself. Um, and so that's, that's an important lesson that we can, uh, we can see in Kanye's story where we look, um, and we can we can improve upon ourselves a little bit. I think another thing that we can learn from Kanye is um, a lack of self awareness in situations where, um, you know, you're you're doing these things for a stimulant that even if you're not consciously going for the stimulant, if it's reinforcing a, a negative habit, um, I, I can't think of any examples right now besides the Kanye, but. Um, in your own life, you can, I, I've started to sort of look for, um, things that even though I might not look at them as stimulants or reinforcers of habits, um, there are, there are things that attention, you know, um, I think attention is a, is a big one as well as dopamine. I've been doing some research on dopamine, um, of understanding how those can reinforce and can reward things that aren't good right? Um, so I think trying to look for those patterns as opposed to just feeling what's, what feels good or what fuels you instead of doing that, try to take a step back and look, say like, why is this fueling me? And why, um, are these stimulants necessarily pointing me in the right direction? Um, is a, is an equally important, valuable, equally important and valuable lesson, um, to learn. So I think, um, in conclusion, uh, with, with Kanye, obviously, um, he's a very complicated character. Um, there's a lot going on in his head and in his, you know, realm of influence. Um, and I think that the, the things that he say, he, the thing that the things that he says shouldn't, uh, scare us away from the humanity that he has. And I think that, um, with anybody really, uh, if you're so, I don't know, if you're so against, um, them in terms of being a person where you don't let yourself learn the lessons from the life that they lived and from the situations that they've been through, I think that that is, you know, I, th I think that's limiting your ability to, to grow and to change. And so I think, um, yeah, with, with with Kanye, it's important to to look at these these patterns, and hopefully he can um, recognize them soon. Uh, 
if ever, you know, he's been consistently having these patterns for a long time. Um, hopefully he decides to, um, take a little bit of a, of a break from, from those stimulants and, um, may it be, I don't think, I don't know if he has substance issues, uh, anymore. I'm, I'm sure he has in the past. Um, but those attention and similar, similar stimulants, I hope he takes a step back and, um, gains that perspective and is able to learn the lesson because it is much easier to learn the lessons, um, from celebrities and whatnot when they're walking you through them as opposed to having to interpret them for yourselves. But anyways, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, I think you can review stuff on Spotify now. So if you, if you enjoyed it, uh, give it a, give me a a five star review or four star review. I'm, I'm okay with those two. Anything below that is like a C. So if you, if you think it's a C, you can just, you know, keep that to yourself. (laughs) Um, but yeah, any, any, uh, any review would be appreciated and, uh, I hope to see you guys soon.